The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Timms, and I'm joined alongside my co-host, my partner in crime, Nate Green. Nate, how you doing? Doing well. How about you, buddy? I'm not doing too bad. Happy opening day to you, even though you got the L, but happy opening day. I, I, I know it's the L and L's an L, but opening day is better than better than nothing. Opening day is far removed for me. So we'll we'll get there. I'll be watching college baseball for the time being. But man, I'm I'm excited. We're getting even closer to baseball season, even closer to pitchers yep. and catchers reporting. Um it's it's great seeing pictures and videos of them starting to report to camp. Um, I already saw Logan O'Hoppy getting to spring training or in January, which is crazy. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm ext- really excited. Um, like always for, for baseball to get back up and rolling here. So with all that being said, thank you so much for watching and listening here at talking halos. If you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Um, go ahead, hit the bell as well. Um, don't forget to follow us on all our social medias, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, you can follow myself on X at Jared underscore Tim's, Nate at Nate Green 34. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Let's get it rolling here, Nate. So we promised we'd talk about this. We have some, I don't want to call it hot takes, but takes that a lot of people don't like. Um, the fun thing, and I'm going to state this up front, the fun thing with the Baseball Hall of Fame is that everybody can have their own opinion and nobody to an extent is right and nobody to an extent is wrong. Um, now, you can think you're wrong. You can think somebody's wrong. You can think that you're 100% right. Um, but what what I my ballot what my ballot would be is going to be different than yours is going to be different than a lot of our a lot of our watchers and listeners here and if you're watching us on YouTube go ahead and let us know who you would have voted for in this year's Hall of Fame ballot we're going to go over it um, first off congratulations to Adrian Beltre Joe Mauer and I'm gonna forget the last one Todd Helton Todd Helton and the only reason why I forgot the last one Todd Helton because I probably wouldn't have voted for him and a lot of people are gonna really dislike that statement but. How do you feel about these three guys getting in? Well, I think it's well deserved across the board. Yep. I wouldn't I wouldn't have voted for Todd Helton, not because of the Colorado factor, just because I think I think that he was Hall of really good. Um, but hey, he got in. That's awesome. Um, you know, he, he well deserved, fantastic player in his career. It's cool to start seeing guys that we uh that we grew up watching getting into the hall as well. Um, but initial thoughts on these three guys getting in, along with Jim Leland, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Congratulations. Beltre was a no doubter for me. That was a, a pretty easy one. Helton, I, I've gone back and forth with, I, th- I think based on some of the guys who have gotten in, I think he, he deserved to get in. He was, he was a really, really good player. Um, Maurer getting in on the first ballot. Um, he was a no brainer for me. Did I, did I know he was going to get in on the first ballot? I, no. Um, and I think you and I agree on that, where like first ballot is a little bit different than, you know, second, third. People are going to be like, why? What's the big difference? But like first ballot means like you were the best player in the game type of thing. Like it wasn't like, well, you're you're a good player, but you weren't like the best player in the game. So like Mike Trout, Ken Griffey Jr., Derek Jeter, those type of guys, first ballot Hall of Famers for me. Um Adrian Beltre, even like he was a he was a first ballot Hall of Famer for me. Absolutely. But Joe Mauer. Not really. I, I probably would have voted for him based on the uh, who who was on uh, the ballot this year. But would I have expected him to get in on the first? No. So somebody told me a while back, and one of the one of the voters actually um, told me a while back, like, don't be afraid. And obviously, like, I'm I'm never going to get a vote. You're never going to get a vote. But don't don't. I, I I wouldn't be afraid of not voting for ten people. Right. It felt like yeah, for a while. Of it felt it felt like for a while at least that like everybody had to have 10 people on the ballot and the ballot was good enough to have 10 people when you had bonds on there and Clemens and, and Manny and all, and all those guys granted like Manny's still on the list and A-Rod, but um, and we'll, we'll probably get into that here shortly, the whole steroid thing. Um, but yeah, the, the, the number one thing was always don't be afraid to not vote for 10 people. Like you don't need to fill up your ballot. Um, and I, I kind of, I've kind of taken that to heart. So um, for, for me, I agree with you on Joe Maurer. 
um, Hall of Famer, I think I don't think that he deserved to be in that elite class of guys like Mariano Rivera, Ken Griffey Jr. Um, I mean, I don't want to talk about David Ortiz, but even David Ortiz, I didn't think should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer just based on stats alone. Um, but even David Ortiz, if you're comparing David Ortiz to Joe Maurer, um, is 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 tough. Like you you reserve that first ballot. Ichiro goes on the ballot next year. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Adrian Beltre, the best of the best, the elite of the elite. And Joe Maurer was a great player. He really he really was, um, especially for the position. But the one thing that I always think about, and I think you you might have brought it up for me, if Joe Maurer plays a position, is he a Hall of Famer? Like if if he not if he's playing first base only or if he's playing yeah. second base or shortstop like if he doesn't play catcher is he a Hall of Famer? That was, Maybe not. I, I didn't say that question right. If he plays his position, he was a catcher. If he plays another yeah. position, not catcher, is he a Hall of Famer? Yeah, he's probably that, not. That's right? that's one of my things with with Mowers. Like he played the right position. Um, you you look at guys like like Todd Helton. Todd Helton had a lot of guys to to like compete with to be as good as he was. And dude, dude's an all star. Like. Good amount of time. So, like for me, that's why I like Todd Helton, and and I had him in there. Not just the Coors effect. You take him out of Coors, he was still a very good player. Um, WRC plus, very very good WRC plus taken out, uh, which accounts for Coors. So, yeah, it it is interesting when you start to think about positional value in the Hall of Fame because I think that is a big deal because you're comparing, you know, Joe Maurer against the top ten catchers in in baseball history. And it's like, yeah, there aren't, there aren't as many good catchers as there are good shortstops or good first baseman or whatever position you want to look at. So that is an interesting point. Yeah. Hall of Famer for sure. But I'm just, I, I don't think I will, I did would not have voted for him on this first ballot. I didn't think he was a first ballot Hall of Famer, but regardless he's in, um, it helps, it helps down the road that you don't have to vote for him again as yeah. well. I, I don't think there's going to be too many more guys that you're going to want to vote for in the upcoming years, but Regardless, we'll, we'll we'll kind of see where it goes from there. So, first and foremost, let's go over, you know, our ballots. What we would have probably voted for, um, if we would get a vote, mine would be Carlos Beltran. His second year on the ballot. I'm gonna I'm gonna let him in now. Um, I know people are gonna dislike that, but you again, we talked about the first ballot thing. Carlos Beltran, arguably the best switch hitter of all time. Um, postseason accolades. Uh, he's he's a fantastic player. Carlos Beltran deserves to be in. Adrian Beltre, absolutely first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, the most underrated player on this list, Andrew Jones, best center fielder, um, best defensive center fielder probably of all time, uh, should be a Hall of Famer, especially. Uh, should be a Hall of Famer, should be a Hall of Famer. Don't even give me questions about that. Um, Andy Pettit, I think, should be a Hall of Famer as well, um, and I would have voted for him. Manny Ramirez, we'll talk about steroids here in a second, but Manny Ramirez should be in not only for what he did um, in – regular season but also the postseason a lot of people forget about what you know hall Hall of fame does also include postseason so um alex rodriguez i think he should be in i think he should be all first ballot hall of famer no because the steroids but you know he's good enough you're missing one of the best hitters one of the best players of all time in the hall of fame i would have voted for chase utley as a first ballot hall of famer i think that he was good enough especially when you look at positionally he's one of the best second basements probably of all time definitely of our definitely of our era definitely of our generation um and then last but not least billy wagner who missed by five votes um i want to see him get in i'm assuming he's going to get in um but the reliever conversation is definitely a fun one so i don't know if you have your list of guys you would vote for yeah uh beltray of course Todd Helton, Joe Maurer. I would have gone those three guys. 
Um, like I said, the Joe Maurer thing, I would have voted for him, but I wouldn't have expected him to get in just because I, I didn't know who else would have those the opinion that of that. A-Rod for me, I, I think he, he gets in. Uh, he won't get in, but he deserves to get in. Um, Andy Pettit and then Manny would have been my last guy. And I've gone back and forth on Manny. Um, but if we take away some things from what he did, like he was still one of the best postseason hitters of all time. And so my list is small. And like you talked about, you don't need 10. And I wouldn't have voted for 10 because I didn't think there were there were that many this year. The Billy Wagner thing, I can I tell the story of Major League Baseball without Billy Wagner? Yes. Um, do I... Do I think he's a Hall of Famer? I, I don't. I don't know. He, he's he was really really good. One of the best left-handed relievers of his era. One of the best uh, All I have to say is, how, how many times did he win Reliever of the Year? How many times was he an All Star? Like, if we're going to compare him to the greats, we're going to compare him to the greats, and you're going to say, "Oh, well, it was Mo and Trevor Hoffman." Well, he he wasn't even the best closer of his generation. So, um. That that's kind of for me where I'm like, eh, he was good. Was he was he that dominant? Like, yes, his numbers say he was that dominant, but I, I I don't think that he was good enough to be there because if you're voting for Billy Wagner and this is going to excite some Angel fans, maybe pissing people off. But if you're going to vote for Billy Wagner, you got to vote for K Rod. And I know you're going to shake your head. K Rod has the most saves in a single season of all time. K Rod is fifth in saves in in his career. Um, very good closer was a closer his whole career. Like the world series champion. He had, he has as many all-star appearances as Billy Wagner. He has more, um, Rolaids relief pitcher of the year awards than Billy Wagner. Like if we're going to have to start and you're, you're not a K rod guy in the hall. So if we're voting K rod, we got to vote or if we're voting Billy Wagner, we got to vote K rod. I just chose to vote neither. That's fair. I didn't have Billy Wagner on my on my ballot for a while because it's so hard to grade relievers. But the more you look at his stats, you I think he was a Hall of Famer. You don't. Um, yeah, people are going to be upset. I don't think K Rod's a Hall of Famer. Um, now the question, my next question would be, who's the who? What whose record did Frankie beat? My my guess would have been Gagne, but I no, it's not it's not Gagne. It's somebody from somebody from the nineties or, or or late eighties. Um, you, if you looked it up, I I I, I it, don't know. And that goes to my point. Like that guy's not in the Hall of Fame. You don't know who you don't know who the guy is that he broke the record of, right? Um, I keep wanting to say Rob Deere, but it's not Rob Deere. That's a Canyon High School. Um, oh, two hundred home runs in the majors guy. But um, when you say the name, I'm gonna be like, yep, that was it. But yeah, for me, like the guy before. K Rod, who he broke all the, um, you know, he, he broke the saves record and just like that. He's not in the Hall of Fame. Why does that matter? You know, so it's, it's cool. It's a cool record and everything. Um, I'm just, again, I'm not a saves guy when it comes down to it. I, I, I know you, you're be, not a big closer guy, which it's going to be, know. well, it's going to be weird moving it's forward, fun. like how, how the Riders Association votes for the Hall of Fame too, or votes for relievers in the Hall of Fame. But, um, I don't want to just was talk it Bobby about... Thigpen? Yeah, Bobby Thigpen, White Sox. Yep. Um, yeah, I knew right away when you said it. I I, I don't know why I kept thinking Rob Deer um in my head there, but technically Edwin Diaz is number two as well. Um, he tied Thigpen, I think, one year, didn't he? Uh I think he did it after K Rod. So he 
K Rod had broken the record. Diaz, and he beat. Yeah, Bigman. gotcha. Yeah, um, like I said, I got nothing wrong with K Rod. He was one of the most dominant closers um, when he was with the Angels. It just felt like he fell off um, after he was with the Angels. So. Um, just my opinion. I'm not going to vote for him. Let's talk steroids in the Hall of Fame because that's always a fun subject. Everybody, you know, it's an opinion based thing. I don't care if you don't want Hall of Famers in there. Um, I feel like you're missing a lot of a lot a lot of good players that are in the Hall of Fame. And you look at guys like if A Rod doesn't take steroids, A Rod doesn't get caught. He's probably still a Hall of Famer. Same thing goes with Manny Ramirez. He's probably still a Hall of Famer. Bonds, Clemens, still Hall of Famers, whether they took steroids or not. Now. For me, you look at a guy like Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire doesn't take steroids. He's a really good player. He's probably not a Hall of Famer. He might not even be a really good player. Uh, he was he was a pretty good player. He was a pretty good player. But like, but how many how many of his hits were homers? No, yeah, yeah, no, no. Like you, you take away half of those hit, like half of those homers, and he's not a good player. I get he's it. a he's an average player. I get it. Same thing, Rafael Palmero. I feel like Rafael Palmero should be a Hall of Famer. I mean, three thousand hits, five hundred plus home runs. Um, even if he's not. A steroid guy you know even if he doesn't take steroids he's you know still plus you got guys in in the hall that you question anyways you got mike piazza jeff bagwell you probably question frank thomas a little bit like there are there are guys there right that that's one of that's my biggest pet peeve and my my most frustrating thing about the hall of fame is like they they pick and choose on who who is an okay steroid user and who is not like Pudge is in the Hall of Fame. There's there was some question whether Pudge is all whether Pudge is clean. Uh, Piazza, same thing. There's some questions if Piazza was clean. Uh, we can go to David Ortiz and just say that dude was a first ballot Hall of Famer, and he is not clean. We 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 have already and, he came out and said he he took steroids. Like so so like those are the things that really piss me off. It's like oh. Well, we we don't like Barry Bonds because he claims he never took steroids, but like it's so obvious that he did that we are going to penalize him for being the best player in the game by far um, because we don't like him. Roger Clemens was kind of a hothead when he played, wasn't nice to reporters, um, so we aren't going to vote for him, even though he was the best pitcher in baseball for his entire career. Like you, you can look at his year 21. He was one of the best pitchers in major league baseball. So that's the thing that really frustrates me is like the way that they go about it. It's like, Oh, well, we'll, we'll count. The, we'll let, uh, we'll let Ortiz in because he's a nice guy, but, but bonds and Clemens and, and a rod, like we don't like them. So they're not getting in. The character, the character thing gets me every single time. It kills, it kills me. The character thing. Um, Kurt Schilling, uh, Kurt Schilling is a hall of famer. Brian, no matter what he did off the field, what he did on the field, he he was one of the best pitchers, one of the best postseason pitchers of all time. And that again, like that's the frustrating thing. You could go back generations and look at, you know, Ty Cobb, Ty Cobb and you know Babe Ruth and guys like that, and it's like, were they good people? Probably. Like I, I've heard. And of course, we don't know this for sure, but like we've heard Ty Cobb was not a good guy. We've heard that Babe Ruth was not that good of a person, but they were so good at baseball. Like that is what we're putting into the Hall of Fame. Like you were a Hall of Famer because of what you've done. And it's what you do on the field, not what you do off the field. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't want this to get taken the wrong way because I, like I said, it's a, it's a, it's a touchy subject for sure. But also, I, Brian Kenny was talking about it. On, on on the actual Hall of Fame show, 
um, or it might have been Bob Costas actually. Um, either Brian Kenny or Bob Costas were talking we're, we're talking about on the Hall of Fame show, and they they mentioned like Omar Vizquel. They were like he was trending up, he was trending up. He was at like 50, 50 plus percent, and now all of a sudden he's down at seventeen percent because of the stuff that came out um, about him. And it's like at some point, and a lot of people probably won't agree with this. At some point, you have to separate what happened on the field and you know what has happened post. And that goes for Kurt Schilling. I think Kurt Schilling is a hall of famer for sure because of what he did on the field. Is he a good person? No, probably not. You know, like he, he's a, he's a shitty person <laughs> at the end of the day. Like you see what he does on social media, same thing. I mean, talk, talk about the same thing as, as uh high Cobb, like yeah, I mentioned it, like at some point you have to separate that and you have to figure you, you gotta, you gotta figure out a way to get those guys that deserve to be in the hall of fame in the hall of fame. You know I mean? You can't talk about, you can't talk about baseball and you, you brought it up earlier. You can't talk about baseball without Barry Bonds. It's like, there's, there is a, I'm, there's a 10 year gap there where Barry Bonds was legitimately God of baseball. Like people didn't pitch to him. Like he had a 600 on base percentage one, one season. Like it's, it's, you, you have to figure out a way. Roger Clemens, one of the best pitchers of all times, like, 10 year gap there where he was the best pitcher of, of, of generation. He was Nolan Ryan at that time. Like he's, he's unbelievable. Same thing with Kurt Schilling. You can't talk about baseball history without the bloody sock and what he did in, in the postseason for the Red Sox. Not saying that one moment gets you in, in the hall of fame, but he was a good enough pitcher to be in the hall of fame. So yeah, I, same thing goes with Manny Ramirez. Like you got to find a way. Alex Rodriguez, Alex Rodriguez, it, it did do, does his, you know, after, uh, after career, um, off field antics not get him in the hall of fame it's probably more the steroids but no it's definitely the it's the steroids like he served in the hall he should be in the hall of fame he served the suspension for steroids so they're going to be like yeah we know you took steroids so you're off so this i want can we talk for the last couple minutes about carlos peltron that's because i I I was just about to get into that too because we have we have different opinions on this yeah it's it's the same for, for me beltron is the same thing as as everybody else um, that we just talked about, right? Like Bonds, um, Clemens, ster- steroids, and for what the Astros did. Now, thank goodness that nobody else on this Astros team will probably be in consideration for Hall of Fame because Altuve is a possibility. Altuve is the only guy that uh, that was the first name that came into mind. My mind is is Altuve, but probably nobody else is going to get um, really any consideration. Um, maybe Garrett Cole, but. I don't think he was really on 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 any of those. Well, and, and that doesn't really affect him. Justin Verlander, I I know, but you get what I'm saying. Like, you, but it doesn't really like affect seeing... the pitchers. It really affects the hitters because, yeah, yeah those you, are the ones you, who are getting. You get, you get what I'm saying. Like for me, Beltron is the same thing as 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 a steroid user, right? For what he did in his career, he is a Hall of Famer. He had you know that issue, that incident, that one year, two years, whatever it was. That's fine, you know. And you know what it really go- boils down to is Rob Manfred. At the end of the day, like it goes back to Rob Manfred's fault. Like if you punish the players, we're not even having this conversation because realistically, for what they did, like they probably should have got banned from baseball, right? Like at the at the end of the day, like if if for all on in all honesty, those players probably should have got banned from baseball. You know, at least some aspects. sort of suspension. Exactly. Like this, so at at the end of the day, it's on Rob Manfred. So since since he's on the ballot, he's a good enough player to be on it. I give him a slap on the wrist. He's not a first ballot Hall of Famer, even though statistically he's probably a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, at the, probably, I'd say. 
But I, I get it. I totally get it if people don't vote for Carlos Beltran as well. For me, opinion-based, I think he's a Hall of Famer. So for me, I, I can't vote for him, right? Like Because he is the ringleader of the sign-stealing scandal. He is the one. It's him. Uh, you could throw Alex Cora in there. Um, there, there are, and then the, the video guy. So those are the three guys, in my opinion, that like really ran this thing. Um, without Carlos Beltran, like the Astros don't cheat the way they did. Um, here's the thing that like really, really frustrates me. And this is why I can't vote for him. Steroids were not illegal in the game of baseball when Bonds and Clemens were using, right? It was illegal when A-Rod did it, but it was not, and it was really illegal his back half of his career, not like when he was starting. So they weren't technically breaking any baseball rules. They might've been breaking like the U.S. rules, but like baseball rules were not being broken. Carlos Beltran knowingly broke the rules of baseball. Rob Manfred sent a letter to the Houston to the every organization to say, do not cheat using uh, video. It was out there. Every team knew it, and they continued to do it, right? Like, that is cheating the game, and I understand Hall of Fame is, is about what your stats say, but they're also about what you did on the field, right? And that counts for me as, as what he did on the field because he took – advantage of situations and i think he cheated the game um i i don't really think that bonds cheated the game with taking steroids because heck we've already said how many guys were on steroids at that time right like i'm sure the guy he was facing was on steroids because we know gagne was a potential user we know clemens was a user we know pettit was a user like all these guys that he's facing it's pretty even playing ground um, yeah, there are some guys that weren't using steroids there and, and they feel like they got cheated, but there wasn't like a, a piece of paper going around to each locker room saying, Hey, Hey, lay off the roids. If, if we catch you using roids, like you're going to be gone from baseball. That was not being talked about, but there was papers going around major league baseball saying, do not cheat using electronics. We know some, we know you're doing it. Just stop it. And we'll, we'll be good with it. And Carlos Beltran said, no, we don't care. We're going to continue to do this because it's helping us win. And, you know, that that's what's really frustrating to me and sad. Someone who grew up loving the game, he has been playing the game his entire life, is okay cheating the game. And as a coach, like, that's something we talk about every day. Don't cheat the game, right? Like, don't take shortcuts. Don't do things that aren't, aren't the way you want to do things. Like, do things the right way. And that that's why I can't vote him in. I get it. Like I said, this is all opinion-based. Fine with it. It's a Hall of Famer in my book. So with all that being said, got one more thing. Steroids save baseball. So I'll, I'll take a pass. Take a pass on that um, That one there. I know people won't like it. But with all that being said, thank you so much for watching and listening here at Talking Halos. Go ahead and follow us wherever you are watching and listening. YouTube, subscribe. Hit that bell so you know when we drop these podcasts. Getting closer and closer to baseball season. I'm extremely, extremely excited. Go ahead and follow us on all our social medias, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can follow myself at Jer- on, on X at Jared underscore Tim's Nate at Nate Green 34. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. The headlines remind us daily. The world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. 
but you know better, and your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.